Hello, and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I am your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. How are you doing today, T? I'm doing really well. It's nice and warm. It is a bit too warm, one yeah. might say. Yes. We, I mean, we are in a stuffy little studio right now, but it's <laughs> very, very warm. <laughs> yeah, it's a little stuffy, but it's okay. I got my chilled drink right next to me. What are we drinking? Let's talk about that. A dirty martini. That's right, because... The title of this episode is Drunk Like Me, Mm -hmm. and so we are doing our drink of choice. Yes. (laughs) Drunk Like Us. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And yes. And yeah, we're doing Dirty Martinis, and which you, T, have so beautifully handcrafted. (laughs) They're going down so smooth, folks. Cheers. Let's cheers into the microphones. It picked it up. Nice, nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I mean, here we are, man. Season three. It's upon us. We're in it. It's episode two. It's happening. Drunk like me. Drunk like me. Or us. Whatever. Or us. In this case. <laughs> um, I guess. Okay. So the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode, which I, f- I found to be really funny because it's like a total pun. Really? Well, okay. it's Matt blows a gasket. What? When his friend almost dies of alcohol poisoning in a fraternity initiation. That happens like, <laughs> like towards the end. Well, but I mean, yeah, it's the through line yeah. of the episode. But I just, I, I love the blows a gasket, gasket. line because yeah. the other main thing that happens in this episode is that um, like the girls, mainly Lucy, completely like refurbishes a car for Matt. Lucy speaks car Lucy speaks car and she's like really good at it, dude. Like she picks it up really quickly. I mean, she has to like learn things and she's like reading books and stuff, but like she gets it. Yeah. She's just not an idiot savant guy. (laughs) God. (laughs) I love that because I just thought it was really cute. Like when, when Ruthie's like, um, cause, cause they talk about like, how are we going to hide this car from Matt? Yeah. And Ruthie's like, well, maybe he's an idiot, too. It might run in the family. (laughs) Ruthie had a, uh, I mean, I kind of like her one liners in this episode. Yeah, she's definitely got a few. Yep. I don't know. I'm like, you know, she's like threading a fine line or like treading a fine line with me because She's very, like, hit or miss with the stuff they give her to do. Yeah. Well, she's no Simon, guys. This is true, because Simon has this way of, like, even when he has to deliver, or he has, like, kind of, like, weird storylines where yeah. he's, like, kind of, like, bratty or whatever, Um, like, even then, it's not, like, he has this charm about yes. him where he can play it off, like, yeah. pretty well. I don't know. Well, when Ruthie does it, it just... It feels like she's scheming. Does it? I don't. Well, describe that, like, I or mean, explain that. I don't know. It's just the way that she delivers it is almost—it's snarky, and it, and I okay. When Simon is trying to be funny, or when Simon is being a brat, mm-hmm. it's charming, like you said. Yeah, it's always funny, except before you go on in this episode when he like blows up on at his dad at the pool hall fucking loved it though you did i fucking loved 
loved it. That I mean, it was funny. Like he's he's like five kids and two on the way. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like shouting at the top of his lungs. I didn't mind it because it's just like you're waiting for him, you know, for basically to spill over like mm-hmm. his anger and yeah. it finally did and it's just really funny whenever he calls out his dad. Yeah. And that's how it happens. And I mean, Simon's whole thing obviously is like he's like struggling in this episode to yeah. like find his place in the family, mm-hmm. right? Like to like claim his stake yeah. in sort of the dynamics yeah. of this household or whatever. Um which we'll we'll get into, but finish your thought about the differences between Simon and Ruthie. I don't know. It just it, it comes off more. Um, I want to say malicious when Ruthie does it because she's she kind of wants to put you in your place. Like this this kind of attitude is there where she's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. No, it no, you don't even do that. Like I don't know. It's yeah. just the way it's delivered. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel yeah. like she's she's more scheming, and I mean she's done it with Simon before when it comes to smoking cigarettes. Oh God, that was no one hard would believe that I would suggest watch. it. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. there's this. Um, I don't know, man. She's one step ahead of the game. Yeah, like like her precociousness can take a nefarious turn at times. Yeah, where it's coming from, like a mean place. Yeah. You know, whereas Simon, when he's bratty, it's more because like he's frustrated about something or whatever. And it's like manifesting itself Mm -hmm. in like a quote unquote bratty way, you know, where he's like shouting or like upset about something or whatever. Simon wants to get away with shit. And and I would disagree. I think Ruthie's the one that tries to get away with shit. Simon tries to get away with things. But the thing is, like, he doesn't like to hurt anybody in the process where Ruthie there's a selfishness where it's like, well, let's just see what happens and True. whatever happens, happens. And, and she, she does want to get away with shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. And also I think maybe because she's like still really young and she's yeah. the youngest of the family and stuff, like she gets away with a lot yes. and is, and, and a lot of like her, um, her wrongdoings or like, mm-hmm. or, you know, when she like sees when, when she's like, let's see what happens. Like, yeah. I think the family sort of like forgives it much more readily yeah. because she's so young and she's the baby and you know whatever like God. you know like I'm I'm trying to think of like concrete examples but I can't really right now but like I don't know like like when she ruins Simon's thing you oh, know his, his, project. his lava project yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. like she doesn't really get in trouble for that no she gets her room out of it yeah <laughs> like you know what I mean so I don't know yeah um so how do we get here? <laughs> we were just talking about like Ruthie. In oh, episode. and the whole Her idiot thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she like flat out continues to call Lucy an idiot. Yes, she does. <laughs> and so does Mary. But well, no, because yeah. I mean, Mary's the one who calls her the idiot savant about yeah. cars to begin with. And then Ruthie's like, oh, I'm laughing at the idiot part <laughs> or whatever. Why did I make her sound like a stoner? I'm laughing at the idiot part. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But dude, can we talk about Mary's outfits in this episode? Yeah, what about them? Um, Wait, is this the fashion report? No, (laughs) this isn't the Gilmore guys. (laughs) I know. No, like um, having her hair in pigtails or like, um, you know. Mary has her hair in pigtails in this? Yeah, like. You know, she had it separated, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're at the park? No, at at their own... At the garage. Oh. I with, thought that was Lucy. Nope. Oh. With... with uh, what's his name? G- 
J Thompson, JT, what, what was yeah, it? Yeah, J, J, it's J. J. Yeah. Her outfit, I was looking, um, I was looking at it like, you know, she's wearing that, uh, the shirt that says Lou, what is it? Ah, what are we, a mechanic shirt, you know? And it's mm. like, it's tied. Oh yeah, she was like bearing midriff yeah, and shit. And like, yeah, like, I totally that, noticed that. I was like, well, that fashion is back. Um, it, it is. Like, yeah, no, it really is. But, like, it's come full circle. But I don't know, man. I, I was I was like, okay, with this short haircut, she's really pushing feminine. See, you say that, and I think, I actually think it's the, well, not the opposite, but like, here's what I think actually happened, is I was, mm-hmm. I, I had this thought today. Um, like, I think what actually happened in real life is like, she started filling out, right, like as a woman, like, Jessica Beale did she has like like her breasts are a little bit bigger like her face is a little bit fuller guys she's also tanned yeah but she's also she's always been that color I think no she's gotten darker in like this season is that true yeah when I'm looking I'm like dude she's kind of glammed up Mm. well so that's that's the thing though like I feel like the hair bugs me because of that like because I want her to have like long hair yes. and like really like own this more femininity thing. Mm-hmm. Like not that the short hair looks bad on her or that I don't like short hair or whatever. Cause hello, I have short hair, but like, but like, it's just like, I don't know. There's something about it. You just don't like that haircut. I, yeah. I really just don't. It's well, just it not, looks, it's just not doing anything for well, me. It, it's very baby dollish kind of haircut anyway. Cause like the way it like curls behind the ear. Yeah. And yeah. then when she wears her chokers. Like, She's worn chokers? Like, Why am I not noticing any of this? I don't know. I think I, I whatever, I paid attention. Um, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. So her fashion and then like she's tanned. She's wearing more makeup. She's definitely Is that true? Makeup. I think so. It still looks really natural, though. It does. It, it doesn't does. look like she's wearing makeup. Because you know who does look like she's wearing makeup? Lucy. Lucy. And she is. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they made it a point to show, like, yeah. how much more makeup she's well, wearing. Look, Jessica Biel doesn't need makeup. Let's be real. She's beautiful. True. Um, but... It's just they play with the colors a little more now mm-hmm. when it comes to her makeup. She's definitely is, dressing more like like womanlier, mm-hmm. less like a boy. Like because yes. she, she was walking around in like she was a baggy tomboy. shit. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. everything's more fitted. True. And I guess you're right because I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm hearkening back to like season one days where she was like totally just like fresh faced, Mm -hmm. like kind of like ruddy, you know, just like, like I play sports, like I don't give a fuck or whatever. And she definitely does look more put together so far in this season. Yeah, that's true. Oh, whatever. But she was, she was kind of funny in this episode. Kind of. She was all right. I don't think, I mean, the best part about this episode for Mary was when she and Lucy are in the bedroom and she's talking about how like guys used to come to me like what has happened like I've lost it (laughs) like like I can't get a guy to save my life and then and then I really liked how Lucy was like well no hold on I miss I I think I'm misremembering it now because so she says that and then she follows it up to Lucy with like but 
you don't think that Jay's like cute or whatever. Yeah. And Lucy's like, yeah, he's totally cute. And she's like, and you don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's like, finders keepers. You found him first, which hello, Jordan. Yes. <laughs> like that just happened an episode ago. So what's that about? Yeah. No, my jaw just popped. Did you hear that? I wonder if yeah. the mic picked it up. <laughs> it was loud. <laughs> You know, but speaking of Jordan, when is that date going to happen? I don't know. Did it happen? And and it's funny because like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because hmm. he gets name dropped. Yeah. Maybe not in this episode though. I don't think he gets name dropped in this episode. No, but they do mention, um, no, but something like that happens, I think, in the bedroom where she brings it up about Jordan, like, other than like finders keepers, but other than know. that line. I don't know. Like, oh, she. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because 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 uh, she's like because because she goes, don't forget that the b- best thing or the most important thing is just to like be yourself or yeah. whatever. Like, that's how I got Jordan or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's I think that's maybe how it comes up. But yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to yeah, happen with Jordan? We know we're going to see him again. So there's that. Oh, like, he- clearly he'll come back around. But are we going to see Jay again or not? Nah? No, no, he's done. In fact, I, I looked Jesus. him up. I looked him up on IMDb and this was the last thing he ever acted in. But then he became a producer and he's produced like a ton of shit. Like um, he was a producer on like Dumb and Dumber 2 and um, like Leaves of Grass, Leaves of Grass or some shit. Um, Yeah, he's got he's got like maybe like 10 or 15 producer credit, like executive producer credits on IMDb. But this is the last thing he acted in. So interesting. Jimmy Moon, you should have learned something. But what? He stopped acting too. <laughs> but he could have been a producer, I guess. Yeah. No, he just decided to no, become well, a bodybuilder. No, well, he could have learned something from Jay where it's like he acted one time and then he just... And he was pretty charming. Like, he was cool. Yeah. I I didn't love that he and Simon ended up being, like, buddies. best buddies and going, like, we're just going to have to let those girls down. Like, dude, you're the one that, like, came on to Mary in the first place yeah. and, like, sidled up to her and stuff. And then and now you're just going to make it, like... This is just about the car. Me and yeah. Simon are buddies now. <laughs> like, Even uh, the way he's like, well, which one are you interested in? Oh, yeah. Simon, see, that that's when Simon is the best. Yep. When he's like, no bullshit. Like yeah. when he acts like 10 years older than he is, you know, like that's when he's him. so great. Love him. I do. Well, no, maybe I'll, maybe I'll save that clip when when he and Annie have their little talk Aww. about yeah, like his okay. place in the family Aww. when we get there. But when we get there when we get there but um yeah so i mean like we talked about i did want to say this you know how we always like give matt shit for like not like who are matt's friends (laughs) who are matt's friends friends? but we're all their friends but kevin is his friend like he's consistently like we've seen him in multiple episodes since season one like that's his friend he's just not always there Mm -hmm. but that's his friend and so they're in college now and they're like pledging to join a frat and the the show did this hilarious thing where anytime they were inside the frat house did you notice like the camera Mm -hmm. it was all like it was like a girls gone wild commercial (laughs) like like crazy zoom-ins with like that with that like shaky you know like topsy-turvy shit like whoa bro they they do this at the worst times like whenever aunt julie got like super drunk and got in simon's face the camera gets in her face like they yeah but not like in this like in this this episode it was like that really like weird zoom zoom in where where it also like tilts 45 degrees you know (laughs) 
it's like and then you, and you could tell too like when when they're showing them or when they're giving them like the tour of the house and they end up in their bedroom that would yeah. be like their bedroom should they become brothers like you can tell that it must have been really small like yeah. tight quarters because the camera yeah. man has like very little latitude in which to like flip back and forth between like true matt true. and kevin and then like the three brothers in the house and they're all like in this like one square inch space <laughs> and it's insane like but it really does sort of help give it like that sort of chaotic yes. vibe that they're going for obviously mm-hmm. with like what happens in a frat house yeah. and stuff you know and like Matt is just like not into it. You can tell yeah, right away. Yeah. He's like he's already like talking shit about like look at this house, we're gonna need shots, you know, yeah. whatever. And and then when they talk about initiation, he's like, Oh, is it gonna be like illegal, immoral, and like, you know, dangerous and stuff? Yeah. And but then Kevin is like super into it. Yeah. He's like so excited. He's like he's like loves the room. He's like loves the idea of like bandanas on the doorknob, you know. God. Like so into it. Um, bandanas on the doorknob. Don't knock. Don't even bother. <laughs> don't peek. I know you're gonna want to, or whatever they oh, say. Wow. Like it's so dumb. Um, which I mean, that must be what a frat is like, yeah, right? I'm, like I'm, it's so ill. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have you ever been to like a frat party or inside a frat house for yes. that matter? You have. Yes. Well, was it really like that? Um, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, because I didn't go upstairs, but I remember just like walking through the house and um, like downstairs, obviously, mm-hmm. and watching everybody just like, you know, fucking AIDS. <laughs> it's like a bathroom, just people going in and out, in and out, in and out. I was like, of, like, of like the house. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's just like a revolving door. Like everyone was like yeah. going through the staircase. And so like, it was like a frat party that you went oh, to? Oh, yeah. It was a Halloween frat party. Oh, gosh. It was fun, though. Super I'm sure. Fun. Like you were there with like girlfriends or friends yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure like as long as you have like a support system yeah, yeah. that you don't like let go of or whatever yeah. like i'm sure it's okay some guy literally dressed up as a beer pong table <laughs> it was it was awesome that's so like funny he, he created a hole in the in the table and like he carried it oh shit yes. like he and actually wore a table he wore a table oh my god and like he put um and he taped the the red cups uh-huh on there and <laughs> that's so funny the best was when there was a guy dressed up as a keg and the keg is like it's a fucking keg oh my god it wasn't like just some cot like he went and he placed himself on like um by the barbecue pit like as a joke and you you oh could lose God. him you could that's lose him that's so crazy you, as he placed himself on the brick you hear thunk <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome so, like some of those costumes were really well thought out I yeah remember. I mean it was, well, it was when was party. that like early two thousands or like mid two thousands or not mid but like like before two thousand ten was it. When did my friend graduate? <laughs> well, she's older than me, so um, I, I th- for sure before 2010, yeah. for sure, yeah. But it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I don't know. I would go back to that party. That's one college experience I never had was like the frat parties and stuff. I've well, honey, it's not like I've had many. I only went to one. Well, no, but point. Yeah. I mean, like I didn't even have that, right? Did you ever think about joining a sorority? Well, yeah, actually, I have a story. Ooh. <laughs> you don't know about my sorority thing? Well, I've, I know. Yes, you've told me, but okay. share. <laughs> so 
Well, okay, yeah. So it was my sophomore year mm-hmm. of college, and it was a time in my life that I'm not proud of, but I wear it, you know, like with honor or whatever. Like it was just like a really like tough time for me because like I really didn't know what I was gonna do with myself. I was contemplating dropping out of school, which if you know me is like ridiculous. Like yeah. I'm like I'm a student, <laughs> like at my in my heart. So like dropping out of college was just like this dumb stress dream that I had or whatever, you know, but, um, yeah, so it was like a rough time. And so that final, um, semester of my sophomore year was when I had like recommitted myself to like staying in school and like changing my major and like getting myself on the, on the right path so that I could like actually graduate and get a degree and like, you know, like see it through or whatever. So that final semester, like I kind of took it easy, like class load wise. And like, I just kind of like hung in there, you know, until the next year when I could like really like hit hit the ground running. So I was like, well, I have a light class load. I don't really have like a ton going on right now. Let me try to join the sorority, which was, um, technically not part of the, like, um, there's like a name for like like the group of like your main frats and sororities. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they call it. Um, but you know, like all the frats and sororities yeah. like you hear about and see about and stuff like there's those. And then there's like an offshoot of like smaller, more like culturally related sort of sororities and frats that are not technically part of the massive like structure of frats okay. and sororities. And they exist in their own little bubble of frats and sororities. Um, and they have like less not less, but like just different rules and yeah. or like ordinances and governances and all that shit. And they don't have houses. Okay. Like that's part of it. Yeah. So you just like join it. It's it's like a club essentially yeah. that you're joining, right? Um and, and they and they're free to do like whatever they want in terms of like um what they allow, what they don't allow. Okay. And like because they're not beholden to like the main rules yeah. of the main frats and sororities. So that being said, I joined or I wanted to join like I pledged to join um, one of those like smaller ones, you know, Mm -hmm. and I had a couple of friends who were in it at my school and also like across other campuses, you know, Mm -hmm. that I knew and stuff that I knew like I would be interacting with and, you know, whatever. And I just and I just kind of like did it on a lark because like I'm not a club person. I'm not really like a social guy or whatever, you know, I'm just I was just like, whatever, like what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, Uh you know, like who cares? So I pledged. I became a plat like um, they they accepted my bid or they gave me a bid or whatever the fuck. There was tons of stuff that went into it, like like they they kidnapped me once in the middle of the night, and then like they like me and all the other pledges in my class, like they like kidnapped us, took us to like one of the girls' apartments, and we had like this thing, and it was you know like little things, and then and then like part of the being a pledge, like we had to throw like an event. Okay. Like just just the, just us pledges like with like no funding and so we had to like make it happen. So I took the helm on that one. I remember like I planned that, made it happen. It was great. Um, but all that being said, I was definitely like in my class of four pledges. Like I was definitely the rogue pledge. Like mm. <laughs> like I was the one who would like forget to wear my pin, you know. And like I just was not really good at like doing like w- one of the rules was like whenever we met like or came across like a sister on campus or whatever we had to like call them like miss 
than their last name. Like we couldn't refer to them as like their name, you know, that was like, and I was just not into that. Like I was not going to do that, especially with like this one girl who was like a close family friend of mine. I wasn't going to go around calling her miss last name. You know what I mean? Weird. So like whatever. So, and I, and I knew even in, in the pledging season that I I knew I was the rogue pledge I knew that like you know whatever but I was like down for it like I mean I was like I was doing it though you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I had still committed to it for better or for worse or whatever so sure enough the moment of truth comes when when they what they do is like they meet like like a couple of sisters will like meet with each pledge okay for like coffee or whatever and like officially like you know invite Invite you to be a sister or whatever so so they set that up with me like they um, we went we, we got coffee and we sat down and they go so like oh my god this is such a great pledge season and like we loved having you and it was so great god this part sucks <laughs> and I was like <laughs> and I and I was just like totally I was like you guys, you don't even have to, like, tell me, like, I'm not in, not a following, whatever, and they're like, oh, my God, it's so hard, like, it's so sad that we can't invite you, it's just, like, we just felt like you just weren't really, like, meshing with the other girls in your class, three other girls, okay, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we just felt like you just weren't, like, meshing with them, and you just felt like, oh, I, I don't know why I'm making them sound like Ashleys, but, because they didn't really sound like that, but for the sake of the story, they did, okay, um, you know, just whatever. And so I was like, not a problem. Like literally like no hard feelings. I could care less at that point. Like it was just like, it was fine. And then, and then of course, then they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have to ask for your pin back. (laughs) And I was like, all right. So give them their pin back. And then, and then we like left. And then I got in my car, like to like leave the coffee house. And I was like, thank God I was the rogue pledge. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I was like, thank God I at least like broke some rules or whatever. Because yeah. it just made it all that much sweeter. Like, yeah. like I'm the to to my knowledge, at least at UCLA, I think I'm the only person who pledged and didn't get in. <laughs> yeah, I think at least up to that point. Since then, I don't know what's happened, but up to that point, I think I'm the only person who's pledged and didn't get in. Interesting. And and I was like, I was like, I rocked it, dude. Yeah. Like I, I I did something. I went out for it. I didn't maybe give it my all but whatever and I didn't get in and that's fine and like I I wear that with honor like I'm like I was the rogue pledge that didn't get in I'm good <laughs> like very cool yeah I like so it. yeah that's my sorority story <laughs> I pledged and I didn't get in yeah <laughs> and I honestly like and what was really funny was like back then especially like Facebook had just started and it was like mm. just for colleges and you know yes, like Facebook yes, was yes. like much more like exclusive back in the early 2000s and so it was like a big deal to like get a friend request and yeah. like you know whatever so I remember like when when I first pledged like all of a sudden like 50 new Facebook friends you know mm-hmm. that like everyone's like adding you and like oh we're gonna be best friends on Facebook whatever and then after I didn't get in like a couple weeks later I was going through my f- friends on Facebook and I had these like 50 sorority girls that I'm no longer involved with so unfriend 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 I went down the line and I unfriended all these morons that I don't even know or care about <laughs> it was awesome oh my God. <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> Unfriend, unfriend, bye-bye. I don't think any of them are listening to this, but if you are, just know, no hard feelings, all is good. <laughs> all 
that's good. But yeah, it's really funny that yeah, I good. was the rogue pledge. <laughs> I like it. I like your story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking? Oh yeah, so Matt and his friend. But so Kevin has like totally drunk the frat kool-aid <laughs> right yeah. like he's like all about it but we learned that part of that is like his dad and yeah. like sort of like his background and stuff because his dad w- was also part of this frat mm-hmm. and which makes him a legacy <laughs> yes. that's a term you learn um so and you know and he's just trying to like build a friend like like a group of like solid friendships with like dudes you know and like it's like networking and like it's like friends for life we're brothers you know whatever and he's like totally in in it to win it and matt has to be the one to be like yeah dude i don't really want to do this anymore (laughs) and yeah yeah and then poor kevin's like kind of like takes it hard and is like well fuck you then you know like how dare you yeah Yeah. which is obviously an overreaction to matt and and matt poor thing is like struggling and like just trying to like talk to his dad about like how do i tell kevin that i don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and the and eric's like well you just tell him like you just reconsidered or whatever and matt's like oh i think i'm gonna have to try a little harder than that and he does because kevin won't hear it when he's like i've reconsidered kevin's like you're gonna need to give me more than that yeah (laughs) like I don't want them to think I'm just bailing on them, but you kind of you are. are. But also, but it's okay. Like, yeah, why should that matter? Like, who cares that he doesn't want to join the frat? Like, what? He can't be friends with Kevin anymore because yeah. Kevin's gonna be in the frat and he's not. Like, yeah. that's so stupid, you know? Uh, whatever. I don't know these frats. Like, I maybe I think sororities are less extreme versions of that because women have different sort of friend constructs anyway right like I guess so like I feel like women can be friends outside of a sorority yeah as close as they would be even if they even if they weren't quote-unquote sisters for life you know what I'm saying but I don't know like I feel like Kevin is like if you're not going to be part of the frat with me and I can't call you my brother like yeah I don't know if you are my brother you know and it's like dude I grew up with you I've known you forever we went through high school together like i'm your friend first and foremost i was your friend before any of these other yahoos were you Seriously. know these yahoos who drive him to the point of like alcohol poisoning drinking yep they're having them do all these like push-ups and like beer like um beer pong. bongs bong, you yeah. know bong hits or not bong hits you know what i mean yep. beer hits or whatever and like shots and i mean it's insane and again use of that camera shit yes. where it's all like zooms and turns and weird shit's happening and it's all just chaos in the house and then they just like dump him in his car yeah like leaving him for dead essentially it's so fucking crazy and yeah no go ahead wait how did they get matt's number well that guy who was like guiding them through the house yeah. initially calls matt mm. and goes like you you have to pick up kevin he's in his car no i know but what i'm trying to understand is how the hell did he have matt's number I mean, who knows, right? You know what I mean? Like, but you figure like they probably needed someone's number at some point. Yeah, or they probably had just all like maybe exchanged yeah. phone numbers, like just in the process of becoming pledges or whatever. Who knows? Um, but they call him at the house, right? I mean, he doesn't have a cell phone anyway. Yep. They call him at the house, and then so like um, Matt like runs out, finds Kevin, and like 
he's he's like call nine one one and like no one gives a shit. Yeah, you so call nine one one. Fucking morons. So he like throws him in the back of his car, gets him to the hospital, yeah. and um and then they can't get a hold of his dad because like his dad's on a business trip and clearly like doesn't give a shit about his own son. Like Kevin himself is like he's never there. Like yeah. I've never really like had a relationship with my dad or whatever. Well, just the fact that um, when Eric calls mm-hmm. and the dad said, like, let me find out the details before I decide to change my flight or my work schedule, that kind of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a dick. That, right? I'm like, your son's in the hospital and you're like, well, how bad is it? Yeah. <laughs> is he going to survive? Then he's fine. Jerk. Yeah. Um, good parenting, dad. Yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> a plus star for you. You're such a good father. Um, so yeah, so, but he's fine. Like he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, severely dehydrated or whatever. Yes. Um, and they're like, there's no brain damage where they make it a point to like say that, yes. which I found funny, but, um, I guess, I guess is a real concern, right? Like when you drink to the point of like unconsciousness like yeah. that. Um, I think the doctor at some point says his, his, his blood alcohol is like five times or 10 times the normal, five times the normal, like, or normal limit or like allowable limit or whatever. Like Jesus, I can't even imagine what that must be like. Although you could argue that like, I've been there. (laughs) I blacked out on my 26th birthday party or at my 26th birthday party. I blacked out. I don't know what happened that night. All I know is we got to the place and then I woke up in my bed the next morning. Damn. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there was brain damage. <laughs> Anything's possible. I mean, here we are recording this podcast. So. <laughs> With some martinis. Yes. Which? Mm, uno mas. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's all fine. Um, and... Can we talk about the nurse? Yeah, let's do that. Rita. Rita. Chavez. Really? Wasn't that her last name or something? You're right. No, you're right. It just sounds so like on the nose. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like it's hard to believe. But you're right. It was Rita Chavez. I know I totally wrote that. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Because that's what Matt was doing. Instead Mm -hmm. of going to the initiation thing, he ended up just going to this bar and like drinking like water. Water. Yeah. (laughs) Or or soda, soda, whatever it was. And this girl, like, gives him a drink, like, you know, buys him a drink or whatever. And they sit down. And I struggled with this scene at first. Like, the first time I watched the episode, I was like, what was the point of this? Like, this was such a stupid scene. Like, she's never coming back. Who gives a fuck? Like, whatever. And then the second time I was like, oh, duh. It's to show Matt that, like, it's okay to, like, just do what makes you happy and, like, follow your bliss and, like, as long as you're okay, like that's all that matters or whatever. But how much did you love her nurse outfit? I didn't notice it. Was it different than any other nurse outfit? Like well, scrubs? No. She wasn't even wearing scrubs. She was wearing like a t-shirt skirt and some like heels or whatever. And her fucking um, lab coat was rolled up sleeves. That's so funny. I didn't notice any of that. I, 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 
I was like, let's look at every other nurse and doctor in this. Like, That's scene. so funny. So I just found that really funny. She was very uh, fashion forward, you know. I also didn't like that when she runs into him at the hospital, she's like, what are you stalking me now? I'm yeah. like, when, where did this animosity come from? I thought you guys were buddies at the bar. Like, Calm down, Rita. Seriously. <laughs> like, and really, like, what are you like? The way that she said that was yeah. like, so like angry and like 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 um like confrontational that you're just like where is this coming from and let's remember rita you offered to buy him a drink yeah this is true i mean you bought him a water and then offered to buy him something stronger yes <laughs> yeah she totally did. yeah she goes, she goes i can get you something stronger if you want and he's like i'm driving <laughs> thanks but i'm driving <laughs> and then um and then we see um Eric and uh, what's it called? Simon outside. Oh, yeah. At, at the bar. Yeah. And they're just like staring at him. And he has to be like, do that whole like with his eyebrows, like get, get out of here. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, I I do appreciate that saloon scene now because it, I, I think it works. I think it's cute. Like yeah. he, her talking about how she doesn't drink and she doesn't care. She comes here because her friends come here yeah, and why she shouldn't she hang it. out like helps him realize like he did the right thing if mm-hmm. he didn't want to join this frat he didn't have to yeah. and like he doesn't have to do things he doesn't want to do or that make him uncomfortable like exactly. just because you know exactly. and then sure enough like um after he finds out that kevin's like okay excuse me and they and he gets the car given to him like because lucy's done fixing it up or whatever Seriously. um and he doesn't take her out on a ride well, not I this know, time. I know, I know. And then he like winks at her as he backs out of the driveway. <laughs> Did that you catch makes it that? Okay. <laughs> I caught that wink yeah. he gives her, which I thought was really cute. And I really like Lucy's actually pretty much the greatest in this episode. Yeah, she is. Finally, I like seeing her like succeeding at something yeah. and like doing well at it and like enjoying it and like owning it as yeah. her own, other than just like boys. Yeah. You know, like it was That's nice. True. It's a nice color on her. And the fact that she was actually helping her sister get a guy. Yes. When she's like, she's like, give, let me do, let me change the oil this time. You've done it like a hundred times, yeah. you know, or the whole thing about the air conditioning. Yeah. Where she's like, she's like, what do you think? I think if we unplug the whatever the fuck, I think it'll go faster. Yeah, and she keeps like educating her sister in the process. Like, are you taking notes? Yeah, I I know that was she. I think she nailed it in this yeah. episode, like character wise. Like she she was great in this episode. It was cute. Yeah, I just love how all the oil stains were strategically like placed on her face. Oh, her I know, hands. like perfect smudges of yeah. soot or you know whatever like oil I guess yeah. is on her. What do you think they use to do oil or like stuff like that in movies? I'm sure it has to be makeup, like, like, eyeshadow. <laughs> like, what do you use? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, like you know, whenever like for Halloween costumes, there 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 is that makeup. But I swear. If I was too lazy to do that shit and I was trying to create smudge, I would use mascara. Oh, mascara. I would use mascara. Like you do a line and then you like smudge yeah. it or whatever. That's I, smart. I totally have dressed up as a guy for Halloween. Uh-huh. And I use mascara to like. Oh, for stubble. That's yep. so great. I love that. <laughs> That's genius. But it's really sad when everyone looks at you and thinks you're actually that guy. Oh, God. And you go, oh, no. Come on. People looked at you and thought you were actually a guy. Oh, dude, I really dressed the part. Like, I mean, that's you. great. I mean, I guess that I guess that means you did your job, right? Yeah. Like, that's cool. No, but, I, I mean, really? No, like the first, I had I had uh, friends in my class like do a double take. 
Wow. And and at some point I was like, it's fucking tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But it was it was it was fun. It was definitely a fun yeah. Halloween. My favorite Halloween costume ever is when I dressed up as Twister, like <gasps> the board game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I mean, it was store bought, so I wish I could say like I made it or mm. whatever. But um, yeah, like the dress was like the board game. Yeah. So it had like all like the colored dots, you know, and then the spinner that you spin yeah. to like tell you what where to put your hands or your feet was like a head thing, like a, like a, like a graduation cap yeah. looking thing. Um, so yeah, and then I wore these like big, like red, like plastic, like lashes, you know, Fun. to like tie it together. And I had these like red, um, like little, you know, heels or whatever. Yeah. I, I loved that That's Halloween. Cute. It was really fun. Awesome. I like that. That's an awesome costume. I love Halloween. I love making my own costume. Me too. Or, you know, if I, I, yes, I love making it, but there one year I actually rented a costume. Re- Ooh. Yeah. I actually rented one. Um. I dress up as a pirate, but like, like a hardcore pirate. Like I had like a corset, like the oh, genie shit. pants and I had a big hat with like a fat and I made myself dirty uh-huh. and I put on like using a- mascara now. <laughs> Maybe I don't, <laughs> but I definitely made myself like dirty, like on my chest, my arms, uh-huh. even my face. And I had like a shit ton of jewelry on, like on That's my fingers. So like I just, I wanted to look like a real pirate yeah that gave no fucks and and like wears all jewelry on her that's so awesome it was a fun costume that sounds like fun yeah i think it was the first and i don't i hope it's not the last time i rent out a costume but i swear that place has awesome that it was like unclean and shit like i would hate like i would hate to think about like who's worn this before me i know i i thought about it but like it's one of those things where it's one night it's one night who Who cares yeah i guess that's true but it was chalk it up to like who cares? Yeah. I wore that shit to the frat house. Oh, yeah. well, then there you go. I yeah. mean, you were going to get filthy anyway over there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. One time I dressed up as a gypsy. Oh. And it I've was all it was all homemade. So I wore like I, I borrowed a uh, like a white button down shirt from my dad mm-hmm. and it was like big on me, obviously. So yeah. it was just like I, do- I totally just like opened it up like to like show my entire like decolletage, if you will, <laughs> you know, um, what little of it there is. And then and, and I had just like tied it up, you know, so it was just like like it was just like a little yes. like crop top, but like billowing and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and I wore like three big skirts and nice. like scarves and stuff to like and like wrapped around just to give myself like girth, yeah. you know, in the skirts and stuff. Girth. That's not the right word. word. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I like it. And and then I yeah, it was just really fun. And then I wore like I wore like like crazy like push-up bra like you know to like tighten me up it was just really like a fun thing to put together i love making costumes me too or thinking of it whatever or just putting a costume together it's just fun yeah it is oh halloween coming up (laughs) it better be okay yeah so i mean what else what else do we have to talk about um i guess okay so what we didn't talk about yet was um eric and his whole deal in this episode. Dude. Okay, I want to play this clip of this woman and the way that she speaks because there's this like sing-songy quality to her voice that I just want to imitate all day long. Awesome. But I'm making up for it now and I'm having the time of my life. 
Well, good for you. Sounds like you deserve it. I don't know about that, but I'm enjoying my life. I'm teaching music at the daycare center, and while it isn't exactly what I was going after, it'll do for now. I am looking forward to meeting some new people from the church and the choir, though. People who don't cry when their mommies drive away. Uh, well, don't bet on it. Know about that? <laughs> Who don't cry when their mommies drive away? Like she, like it's like so put on. It's very soap opera. Yeah, it but really she is. is. But she is a soap star. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a soap star. Like all my children, isn't that Something where they are all like from? That, or maybe like Days of Our Lives. I, don't I know. think I would recognize her from Days of Our Lives. All, all I know is she's a soap star. Oh, Passions. That's what she was Passions. On? When that was on for like how many seasons? Was it that long? I no. thought it was like a flash in the pan. It was one of those like couple years. And yeah, well, do you know which cutie came from that show? Hmm. That is an, that's on like one of our favorite shows right now. No, Milo Ventimiglia. No, oh, that that would be sad for him. No, <laughs> <laughs> but someone from that show, This Is Us, is from Passion. Is it Justin Hartley? I just found out that yeah. he was also in Smallville he was. for like a hundred episodes. Yes, and yes, I was like, yes. what the fuck? I yeah. mean, I've never seen Smallville, but like, yeah. what the fuck? Yep. Like, I didn't know that he was like a well-known, qua- like quality, quantity in yes. Hollywood before This Is Us. Yep. Like, because for me, he's like a new, fr- like a new face or whatever. Yeah. No, it's weird because I did recognize, like, I remember seeing previews of Smallville and seeing his face. I was like, oh, so he moved on. Like, <laughs> like okay. He moved but on. you know what's funny? Like, in terms of that genre, right? Like, Milo comes from Heroes, yes. which is of that vein. And mm-hmm. he comes from Smallville. Like, it's interesting that that's the case. But, Yeah. So, so yeah, she's very soap opera. Yes, she is. But guys, just watch This Is Us, I'm just saying. Oh, my God. I mean, we've talked about This Is Us plenty on the show, but it's so good. It's so good. I really am excited for it to come back next I season. Know, and me like, too. Me too. Crush it. Crush it. <laughs> and my heart in the process. Oh, that's true. Because, I mean, like, Mandy Moore is, like, literally killing it on that show. She's so good. It's awesome. She's good. To see how far she's come. Mm-hmm. With like, you know, I started off with, you know, candy. Oh, God. Princess Diaries. (laughs) Yeah. And a walk to remember. Yeah. And now this. Did she do walk to remember before she did Princess Diaries? No. Like was I think walk to remember was her first movie. Was it? I think so. It wasn't Princess Diaries. I. The only reason why I say this is because in Princess Diaries, she was blonde. So I, I know people can color their hair. I understand because I just I just have this memory of like Walk to Remember was like the first movie she ever did. It probably was then. I think so. That movie was cute. I loved that movie. But I totally read the book before I watched the movie. You know what's funny is I did too, but oh never mind. I was gonna tell a story, but I realized it wasn't even about that. Oh, but but I love how like for me anyway because I was so young like. I didn't know what a Nicholas Sparks book meant back then. Yes, I didn't either. Like, now when you say that, everyone gets it. You're like, dime store, you know, romance, whatever the fuck. Like, Mm -hmm. you get it. But back then, and I didn't even know that he was message in a bottle. Like, I had just known him as, like, the Walk to Remember guy. Like, who cares? Like, who cares about the author Mm -hmm. of the Walk to Remember? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then then I started, like like devouring His like books. you know the, um, the notebook and then mm-hmm. the wedding and like all those books you know yeah. knights and rodanthe and all that shit and it's like they've made a movie of almost every, every single one of his books it's crazy it, yeah well 
Hollywood runs out of ideas. What can we say? <laughs> but Walk to Remember, like, that was such a sweet book. It was. It was, it was really so sweet. sweet. And I think it, the innocence was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, like, he captured it really well in that He book. does capture it really. Like, he captures young love really yes. well in general. Like, like I, you know, Message in a Bottle, Nights in Rodanthe, any of that. Like, I don't know why. Also fine. I, I've actually never seen Message in a Bottle. I have seen Nights in Rodanthe, though, and that's not worth anyone's time. Nope. I watched that, too. But you know what my favorite book of his is? And it's because it's, I think it's because it's a departure. Mm. Is, um, oh God, I'm not going to remember the name of the book now. You've mentioned this to me before. Yes. It's, it's like, like a, a thriller. Yeah, it's like a thriller with like murder and shit and like scariness. And you're like, damn, like, like if you didn't know, like, like, yeah, like if you didn't know it was a Sparks book, like I don't think you'd guess. Interesting. And they haven't made a movie of it. Hopefully they don't. I, I mean, they don't have to or whatever. It's too old now to do that anyway. It's like 15 years old probably. But like, I just, it's it's my favorite Nicholas Sparks book because it's a, because it's such a departure and because it's so good. Like, it's not one of those like, like obvious things. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's there's like an element to it that's yeah. like different. It's, it's just, it's really good. I need to give that a, yeah, I, I, I need to book. find the name like I need to like re-familiarize myself with his catalog and then remember which one it is and then I'll and then I'll be able to like fully recommend it to you but <laughs> <laughs> other than just going it's the one that's not like the rest yes. <laughs> um okay so back to our story. back to the story um, um yeah so this woman she's like new to the voice. church oh, do you remember what Matt said oh she can sing too yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. She could sing too. Like, oh, what a dick. I know. And and part of me, because that happens when we first meet her, part yeah. of me was like, oh, is Matt going to get involved here? Oh, because, but, it, yeah. Because, you know, it could happen. No, and the, he's 18 now. I swear, the moment I saw that woman's face on screen, I was like, oh, hussy alert. Like, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, she just oozes sexuality. Yeah. And, but the thing is, too, is like, you know, it's not going to, like, you know, Eric's not going to, like, stray or like accidentally have an affair like that's never gonna happen so it's all really for nothing but so you just see these like moments of like her sort of like visibly coming on to him in front of his children yeah (laughs) particularly his sons weirdly enough and so but he's like oblivious to it and like in denial about it and then after Simon blows up at him about it I love that though. Me too. I, let's, should we play yes, the clip? Yes, yes. Let's play the clip. I love it. Just, just give me a clue. What's up with you? Nothing. What's up with her? What, what are you talking about? Hello, Dad. She's practically all over you. Not like person to person, but mentally, she was stuck all over you like a bunch of post-its. She was not. And even if she was, it doesn't excuse your rude behavior. Me? What about you? What about me? This was supposed to be our night out, but instead. We end up sharing a table with some arm-padding, check-leaving, rebound woman who thinks you're a single dad instead of a happily married guy with five kids and two more on the way. <laughs> love him. I just love him. I know. It's cute. Like, yeah. like it could have so easily been, like, not cute. Yeah. But it's adorable, like, how he's just, like, slowly but, like, more like yeah. just, with, with every passing word he's getting more and more passionate and loud and angry just, it's he just so cute like this old man trapped in like this 12 year old body he really awesome. is yeah he really is 
with uh, five kids and two on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. <laughs> oh my god, we also have to talk about Eric's class like hilarious burn on Lucy earlier in the episode. I'm gonna play that clip too. Okay. I'm like, wait, which one? I don't know anything about cars. Then you and Simon need to find some guy stuff to do together. I don't want him to feel left out. No, being left out is Lucy's job. Yeah. <laughs> so good it's such a clean burn on lucy like also kind of sad that it happens in this episode where she's so clearly awesome and like crushing it in life but i just it's still funny like it's so great no when when he said that i was like they really wrote this in for her i know know it it almost feels improv like it's so like just naturally like perfect like (laughs) i really loved that line no that's lucy's job yeah what a good, well, dad knows it yeah and i think it's fun i really i i appreciate moments like that you yeah. know when especially when it's like like you know between him and annie like when they can sort of just be frank with each other and like get get each other on a level that has nothing to do with their kids you know yeah. and they're they're just like being mm-hmm. like a couple I, yeah. I like that i like those moments um but yeah Oh, and when Annie sees, what's her name? Nancy? Nancy. Oh, yeah. When she comes to the house. Is that her name? Nancy? Nancy. I had, I registered nothing about this one other than her voice. But like she walks in, well, she opens the door to her and then she goes, oh, like, oh, shit. Like she's looking at her like (laughs) this blue eyed blonde girl. Yeah. She's definitely like visibly sort of taken aback a little bit about that. Um, But yeah. And then so Nancy comes over to basically tell Eric like, Listen, I'm so sorry. I have been coming on to you. Yeah. And I know that that's appropriate. I mean, inappropriate. Appropriate. <laughs> that's appropriate. <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> um, and so I've decided to like switch churches. Yeah. So that like I don't have to like make this any more awkward than it already is or whatever. And then Eric's like, oh, are you going to that one in the corner with the thing or whatever he yeah. says? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we find out later that, like, the reason he knew that that's where she'd be going is because the minister there is single. <laughs> and so clearly she's just like she's just on the prowl, you know, like Ugh. she's living her life for the first time. Her husband left yes. her. They, she's been unhappy for however long they've been together. Mm-hmm. So she's living her life. Good for her. Good for her. It's all good. Mm-hmm. As long as she's happy and finds her bliss. We're never going to see her again. Clearly. <laughs> This show's really good at that, dude. Oh, yeah. They're, like, really good at that. <laughs> oh, we gave you a cute story. Bye. Bye. Peace out. See you later. <laughs> Never writing you back into this life. Um, Yeah. I feel like we did it. Oh, no. I, we, I, I still want to play the clip of Annie and Simon's conversation. Oh, okay, yes, please. Because, okay, so, because we didn't really get into it too much. So, like, Simon's whole thing is, like, you know, this car was supposed to be his thing. Like, he was... Because he's the car guy. Like, he was supposed to be the yeah. one to, like, fix up the car and, like, get involved in it or whatever. And Annie, all Annie wanted to do was, like, make it a family thing. Like, yeah. include the girls and Eric into it and, like, have that be, like, this group thing that yeah. they do together. But for Simon, that was just like, well, if the girls are going to be involved in that, then, like, I don't want to be involved in it or whatever. Yeah. And then at, to add insult to injury, like, Annie feels that the twins are girls yeah. and that 
for Simon, like sort of sends him into a tailspin because yeah. he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be the only boy in a house full of girls. And it's going to and they're and they're already taking over my stuff, i.e. cars. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to take over the house. And like, what what's my place? Like, you know, yeah. where do I fit into this scheme of things or whatever? So um, so he and Annie have this talk. You know, we also don't know if the babies are going to be girls or boys. Yeah, but you have a feeling that they're girls. Some days I do, some days I don't. I thought Ruthie was going to be a boy. (laughs) What about me? Boy. Lucy? Boy. And Mary? Girl. Matt? Boy. So you've been right more times than you've been wrong. Simon, if these babies are girls, would that be such a terrible thing? No, not exactly. It's just that throw the whole family completely out of whack. I mean... We change the Camden universe now and forever. Well, it's true if Matt's gone and it's you and all girls, you'd be like, what, you know, king of the universe, protector of the sisters, the watchful boyfriend I. I mean, their dates would never see you coming. But you're right. I mean, it's a lot to take on. (laughs) Heart mom. I like that so much. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. Like, to see his face, you know, like kind of light up when yeah. he realizes like the possibilities, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. And then, of course, the subsequent scene from this is like when he has that talk with Jay as they're walking down. Yeah. You know, he's like, "So, which one are you into?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like he's he's like he's like stepping into that role. He like he can dig it. You know, he's so, so cute. cute, and it's because it's so easy to forget sometimes that he's just 12 you know like he's just a little boy because yep. he acts so much older than his age and stuff and then moments like this where you're just like oh you're just a baby yeah. <laughs> he's such a cute kid yeah he really is <laughs> um but yeah i feel like i think we did it yeah Oh Any God. other stray observations? Dude, I'm... Uh, oh, I can't... <laughs> I wrote... Um, I just looked down at my notes and the robe is a magnet. That's what Eric said. Oh, God. He does say that. He says that. And I was like, oh, you're disgusting. He does say that. The robe is a magnet. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Matt, cause Matt is finally, like, telling him, like, dude, you are blind. You don't yeah. see it. And he's like, oh, you know, women have been attracted to me in the past. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> All you think, stop talking. Seriously. Stop talking. Just quit while you're ahead, dude. <laughs> just go like, oh, really? I didn't know. And leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. Right? Nope. Well, the robe is kind of a magnet. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop doing that to the mic. Anyways. What? Blah. Giving everyone a hard time. Stop doing it. <laughs> All right. All right. So shall we rate the episode? Yes. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'm actually going to give this a happy seven. Oh, look at you. I don't know. Because I got, I think there was a lot of chuckles. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a happy seven. Yeah. I'm going to give it a sad seven. I'm kidding. <laughs> Seven. I'm going to give it an unhappy seven. No, um, I, I, so I kind of goofed and I didn't write my score down like I do, like I've promised listeners that I will do. Um, I have not done that for this episode, but Ooh. I think, I mean, like my gut tells me that this is a seven 
episode like we're friends we're friends <laughs> we're so friends. friends um yeah i'm gonna give it a happy seven as well mm-hmm. i think and i think that's fair right i mean like there's things that are like sort of classic egregious seventh heaven of errors course. you of know course. like it's like the stuff that always gets us down but you'll notice like we didn't really harp on anything in this episode nope. like like because on the whole like it's a fine episode yeah. you know like stuff happens mm-hmm. things are funny things are not like overly dramatic you yes. know yes um with the exception of the final mat scene when he like goes to the frat house and like confronts the brothers oh dude when that guy <laughs> when that guy kicks that plastic bottle and it doesn't really go anywhere <laughs> oh it's the best <laughs> He, like, goes and he, like, grabs the guy by his, like, collar, you know? And he's yeah. like, what did you think when you left him for dead in his car or whatever? And, they're and of like, course, the camera gets in the face. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, we didn't know he was that bad. And he's like, oh, yeah, is that why you put him in his car and, like, left him for dead so you wouldn't be liable or whatever he says? Um, and then, of course, the guy who was giving them the tour, like, quits yeah. the frat, too. And he's like, I need a ride. And, <laughs> and then the classic, get in. <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, drive off into the, like, yeah. sunset or whatever the fuck as, like, a fade to black and music swells. <laughs> God. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But, yeah, so sevens all around. Yep. Cool. Um, okay, so as usual, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod at all the places, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the places. All the places. Um, or send us an email at show at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Um, you know, we'd love to like read your questions on the air, answer them and stuff. So send us an email. Um, and until next time, bye. Ow.